Tonight on episode 5 of Get Carded, we get to talk about Masters Weekend. We're also going to be discussing our pivot from the evil empire and the chronicles of Justin Herbert. Justin Rose leads the Masters. He's seven under. He, he, he is four strokes ahead of the next grouping, and and no one in the next grouping is anyone that that anyone would really know except uh, maybe Hideki Matsuyama. It's been a it's been an interesting first day of the Masters. It's it's Masters Week. I love Masters Week. I usually take these last. Uh, these these next two days off um, and and quite frankly my uh, my effort may not be a hundred percent over the next two days because I'm glancing <laughs> at the at the TV um, there's just been some really good golf the course is crazy it's a lot different than it was in in uh, in November it's weird because the masters was just five week five months ago um, it's it's awesome. It's a, it's playing super tough. Yeah, the top ten players in the world are like twenty two over right now. Wow, it's, really? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Justin Rose. I mean, Justin Rose has to be. Yeah. See, I wonder. I think he's probably top ten. For top ten, top fifteen for sure. Yeah. Is he your bet to win beforehand? No. no. God. No, no, I never want to see Justin Rose. No. Win. No, but, you're not. But you're over, not a Justin Rose guy. Well, over time, I've become more. It's like it was like Tom Brady. Like when he won the first Super Bowl, I was like, like "Okay, flash in the pan." May have been wrong on that one, sure. Uh, but Justin Rose, perennially—that's the right word, right, Brad? Perennially—that means all the time. Correct. Thank Is you. That a flower or something? Uh, it's a perennial. Yeah. Going uh, in, man, I was like, "Okay, year of the COVID." I was like, "It sounds like a comeback story." I was like, "Jordan Spieth, is it his year?" And it's like. For the first half of the round, he was like, what, one over, two over? And then he just I think he was saw one him. under. He tripled. Well, yeah, he was in the woods. Like, he totally hit a shot like I would. Hit in the woods, hits out, hits a fucking tree, bounces back behind him. Whatever he hit sounded like aluminum, by the yes. way. It might not have been true, <laughs> but it did bounce back. Yeah, yeah. It did make totally, a loud yeah. noise. It was great. It was great. So there goes that. But And he's one under. Oh, he's one under right now? Yeah. I turned it off. I was like, this no. dude's toast. He came back. He, Holy he, yeah. crap. I'm, a, that's I'm a Jordan Spieth guy. I, I know. I have him winning it. Right. You're a big Under Armour guy. No. No. No, I hate Under Armour. Okay, well, that's who Jordan Spieth is well. sponsored by, just in case you wanted to know. How's, uh, how's, how's, uh, how's Bryson doing? He's four over. Good. Don't count <laughs> him out, though, man. Like, I would not count him out either. Anyone that can drive the ball 6,000 yards. I I dislike him. I ever since I saw him in the flat cap and he uh, all of a sudden beefed up and now he's like a sumo wrestler swinging a club. Something about him. Just, Is that what you don't like about him? I, I think it's just the flat cap and it just set me off. And ever since then, I just have this this hatred towards him that I I don't know how to describe. How well, that's do a, you feel about Jesper Parnovic? I feel like I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> oh, he was. Uh, is is he even the original flat cap, or is that is that something else? Uh, Payne Stewart, maybe. Pa- it's Payne more painter. Stewart had like the like the you know like the. Yeah, I like Connor's twenty-one-year-old take though. That's why I appreciate having you here. <laughs> yeah. Just sometimes, like coming out of the, coming out of the twenties, we need that. 
we 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 definitely definitely need that. But there's some other golfers that are. Uh, I think Justin Thomas is one yeah. over. Um, Reed. Who else is in that? Reed's uh, up in the mix. Oh, Reed That's is up Reed, in the yeah. mix. I th- I think he might be he might be two under. Uh, that's a guy I don't want to win. Although no. he's he's like big on barstool. I think the barstool guys actually like Patrick Reed. They're like yeah. they're like the four people that like Patrick Reed. Well, I was, I was all watching. I did you see the Pat Perez barstool, you know, four play golf match. Like it, I have a total just oh, we new perspective of uh, Pat Perez now, man. I was like I was looking for him oh, on the really? board. And like yeah, dude's great. Man. He's out there pulling heaters, you know, slamming uh, whiskey and just. Bullshitting with those guys all the time. It's it was well. It was Max really Homa, have you seen Max Homa's uh, Insta page? I may have once or twice. He's like the PGA's Insta god, and he's all of a sudden playing really good golf too. So, Max Homa, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm starting to be a big, big fan of. So, Masters week, it should be fun. I'm, I'm really excited for for Sunday because I know it's going to be a tight race like it always, always is. Um, we'll we'll we'll. We'll see what happens. And we'll see if Brad had the, the birds chirp in, uh, on cue for the piped in here to the podcast. In, oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> I forgot about that whole, that whole thing. No birds that on, even, there's no is birds that even in, real? No, there's no birds on the course. It's all piped in. I don't know if that there, can be that's true. true. That's true. There's no birds. There's, there's this no is they exterminate the okay, birds. Okay, so let me, let's there's reflect on this story. Yeah. Ten years ago, about ten years ago, Joe, Joey and I were, were <laughs> sitting at a bar, and he's like, hey, I got a new phone, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And we were both we were both Samsung guys at the time, or Droid. You you still are, but he he goes, uh, "Hey, watch this. Call me once." And I was like, "Okay," and I called him, and he pressed on his earlobe, and he was like, "Hello," and I was like, "Hey, Joe," and he's like, "Hey, I can hear you really well. I got this new implant. This new cell phone just goes right into your ear." <laughs> and right away, like just because I know Joe, I'm like, I mean, genius that you're selling me on this, because it would work in like a situation where maybe you were flirting with someone and yeah, be like, check out my sure. new technology. But well, that's the kind of garbage that Joe throws around sometimes. So when you were just talking about, yeah, well, and speaking of implants, not the <laughs> you can go. No, I got, uh, I got, uh, I got my implant uh, last week. I mean, vaccination. Uh, right. yeah. You did. I did. Yeah. So me too. Right. And then I went to, you know, I got back from Cabo and I was going through the airport and for some funny reason, every time I go through the metal detector, it goes off now. You know, damn Bill Gates, <laughs> Bill Gates throwing the old uh, microchip in. You me. and Luca down here have the uh, chip implants. Yeah, absolutely. So what about, uh, what about total recall two with the, uh, hello, hello, like with the, <laughs> oh, yes. with the hand implant telephone. Yes. Cause you need to have, something like this you couldn't just talk all these new technologies come with consequence though so for the vaccine you felt it i did i did you were you you got six hours 36 hours Mm -hmm. wow wow i mean it wasn't it wasn't bad it felt like a hangover so i was like all right i'm 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 in i'm good (laughs) i've had two close acquaintances get the vaccine three days four days later test positive wow yikes test positive that's wild did they just go buck wild after getting the vaccine? They or? must have had a little bit of extra confidence, yeah. a little bit of ec- extra yeah. swagger uh, to get that done. Yeah, so fortunately, I, I, I haven't seen any withdrawals at the Masters yet as it relates to, to COVID. So hopefully we get through the tournament all, all as well. And we, uh, and we go from there. So, so the, the Masters reminds me of the... the um, release that should come out at some point as it relates to the artifacts collection 
for for golf. I think originally, what did we see? Was it end of February, end of March, where we it was, saw it that it was supposed to be March, early March, I believe, when it was originally supposed to come out. And and there were a number of different things, whether it was pieces of gloves or sand from uh, tournaments. But I mean, a really cool, uh, a really cool set. I'm just super excited for it. But it, they they just keep they just keep pushing it out. I don't know who pushes it out or who decides that or how it works. Another one of those just random things. Maybe we're just not up to speed on it yet, but that's fine. I'm just I'm just waiting for it to uh, to come. So. Yeah, in episode one, we had talked about breaking it for Masters Weekend, but uh, that obviously did not happen. So we'll throw an IOU out there to everybody that we will get that and we'll break it as soon as uh, as soon as we get our hands on it. We will. Speaking of breaks, we just yep. had a, uh, another successful long night. This was our first uh, 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 break where it was a little marathon. And you know what? Not really even a, a, a marathon as far as breaks go because we were on there for four hours, yep. roughly. Four hours. Eight breaks. Eight breaks. Took our time with the breaks, um, had a lot of fun, uh, had a lot of uh, challenges, but but no um, no big challenges. I mean, yeah. our stuff goes off pretty freaking phenomenal. Like yeah. if you if you go to Denari and you see the YouTube page and you see the layout, and it's like, no, these guys know what they're doing, and they're and they're having a good time doing it. Uh, if I was critiquing it. I think the only piece that I would have to say is that I, I wouldn't have been able to hear you guys because you guys were in my ear talking about the invoicing or questions and answering them. So it was a little silent. So I had to play, you know, the, the whole audience. You're like uh, Ron Burgundy, yeah, the, uh, the anchorman going on, right? But my lady even says like, hey, you are great, but it's better when you have some dialogue with your with your homies. Yep. So I agree. I think that we could we could definitely we could uh we could definitely do that it's interesting how um there are breakers that operate solo in a really phenomenal way so our favorite conrad conrad over at mojo um he's just got some breaker swagger like uh, yeah something something about the way he does what he does it it wants us to come back because we join his breaks and he interacts with the audience in a way that wants you to come back. So, uh, all the credit to him. It's, it's really cool to see what he's doing for sure. And he, and he has his quick one liners. He knows the products really well, which, which helps. But the, but the fact is he's just, he just seems like a cool guy, like a guy that you could, you could, uh, you could vibe with. He, um, you know, he's not the strongest, Oddly enough, he's not the strongest character on on their podcast. He he actually is a little bit more reserved when the other two are are talking. But from a break perspective, I think he's 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 like the Jay Z of uh, breaking right now, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. So point being, I'm coming for that title, number one. But point two, he operates in a solo capacity and he does just fine. There are other breakers who I see sometimes like they have their wives there. I don't know about I don't know about that take. It's fine. It's conversational. Sometimes you have a background guy like moving boxes around or like like, like Leighton. Leighton, you always see people in the background doing something. And it's cool because I like the I mean the the really late, candid the Leighton vibe is like our background is our background and Mr. we got shot, we got yeah. boxes all over the place and supplies and we do it so big where we're just gonna do fine regardless of the of the aesthetics. Right, they got to figure it out. They're doing something right. So, 
yeah, they're doing something right. And I think a part of it is they've just been doing it a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, big, big props to them. And then there's, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, good folks doing this stuff on Facebook too, who have, you know, little arts and crafts things that they're doing or fun, like uh, fun one-liners. Um, you know, breaking's a difficult thing because you have, you have the products, you have, you got to, find the distributor maybe you've got to struggle with the allocations that you get you, you you talk about where you're listing then you do the breaks then oh my god the shipping <laughs> then you got to deal with the shipping and then you got to deal with the stuff that happens after the shipping potentially and it becomes like uh breaking's cool because you get to be you know front and center but the background is some some pretty difficult work yeah shipping day is a full day's worth of uh of, of effort. Amen. <laughs> it might be a and couple days worth of effort. It might the, be a couple days worth. The um, Although we just did eight in the same amount of time that we did the first two. So we are definitely finding some uh, some efficiencies along the way. Was that about uh, 565 labels? That was about 565 labels, uh, of which I need to supply to to eBay for getting, uh, uh, for getting back on their platform. So within the last, within the last couple of days, we, uh, we, 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 we got, uh, we got some beef with eBay. Actually eBay, I shouldn't even say that eBay had some beef with us randomly. They're hating. They're hating on us. And it's weird because it's like a machine. It's not like an actual person. No, their services just, they don't, you know, that's not their, they are the machine. And they have that market down that, you know, that as an operator myself, like that just uh, that just went flying my book. And I, th- I think it's a representation of their lack of. Um, um, I, I know the word. Just, it's yeah. actually giving a shit, giving a shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say humans. Uh, it is a lack of that, too. So we we changed billing. A couple of days before the, the break. To, to just pay for things a, a different way uh, via a credit card ver- instead of via PayPal. We did we did our breaks. Everything was going smoothly. And then we got this message that eBay was like, you guys must be operating in the Caymans like, like, or Mars. Here's what we would sketchy. like from you. A blood sample, a urine test, 565 tracking labels, and then we'll review it for four days and decide if you can continue to pay us thousands of freaking dollars yep. to, to do business with us. It's unbelievable. That's, it's a cartel. That's it's a it cartel. I've got a question for you guys. Does the name Pierre Omidyar mean anything to you? What? It sounds Pierre, like a new, it sounds like a twins prospect. Pierre, uh, what? Pierre o- Omidyar. No. Is he the no, butler in Deeds, Mr. Deeds? Pierre, get out of mm. my yard. That's who Connor thinks who is going to pick up after him? No. <laughs> no it, it, top top cop. He's running the show at, uh, at eBay. Oh, Pierre. Yes. Actually, my mom was supposed to nanny for the guy. He <laughs> lives in Vegas. That's the eBay uh, cartel leader. Okay. That's, uh, that's good to know. Was he the guy that did the Pez dispensers? He, um, you tell me. It sounds like okay. is that a leading question? No, I think that's 
I don't know if that's urban myth or if that's reality that, that how eBay got their start. Was the Pez dispenser? Pez dispenser. Hmm. The Pez dispenser has been around for generations, man. Like, yeah, maybe Pierre it, has too. But it was maybe a, sounds <laughs> like it. Is. I know, honestly, it's just disappointing, right? Like I say, we were on such a good roll and providing good product to good people, and then just uh, you know, it's a speed bump. We'll get through it, and we'll you know, obviously take care of it, but. It's also why we want to obviously just explore other avenues, right, in terms of what we're doing from a social media perspective and, and creating that community. And, and um, Well, it's like it, it's the reason we are going to other avenues, and yeah. it's the reason why we are going to focus in on trying to attract uh, our, our community via different means instead of just eBay listings. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot more economical for for us and for the people that end up buying into the breaks because it, it's cheaper for them to buy into them if if we're not layering fees, right? Yep. So so the the fact that they did this is is in my best opinion, there is a purpose for it. It was put in our path for a reason, and we're gonna get we're gonna get above and beyond it. But it's still just horse doo doo crap, <laughs> stupid. Shit. You know, Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to click the button when we publish this one for it contains explicit language. That's our that's our first time. We, we went we went beyond three swears. Oh, so, worth it on this one. So I mean, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else want to get? Uh, Not for the purposes of 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 uh, uh, of being a little bit more intense in our in our conversations, but the fact is, they just they they. Um, the, the communication is horrible. You go back and forth and it's like a robot responding to you. You don't know exactly what you need. It's, it's like, it's just the worst environment and you, and it's, and it's difficult to, to communicate with customers cause you're not communicating through email. It's like a message center. Yeah. I mean, we're getting it done, but it's a lot more difficult than it needs to be. So because of that, we're actually going to pivot a bit. We're going to be looking at Facebook and Instagram Live as a couple of potential options. Uh, and to attract more folks, we're actually going to do a pretty significant giveaway. It's going to be a, a Jordan Love, either a low-numbered uh, auto or an RPA. You'll see it listed on uh, uh, Denari.com, yep. most likely, and you'll definitely see it on Facebook and Instagram uh, in, the next, uh, in the next couple of days, I would imagine. And, and here's what we're going to require for eligibility to win this thing. All you need to do is like the post and comment love and you're in yep. and you're in. Wow. Can I do that? I don't know. Employees are, uh, are restricted. Dang. Yeah. I want that. I want that Jordan love the heir to the throne. I don't know about that. I don't know. The heir to the throne. How many more years do you think Aaron Rodgers has? I mean, he's probably got like another decade. So just again, Denari.com or either uh, our Facebook page at Denari Sports or at our Instagram or Twitter at uh, Denari Co. There's so many ways to get a hold of us that everyone should be getting a hold of us. In fact, I just got a message uh, this week too on eBay asking about uh, my opinion on thoughts on prices on cards. So one that I uh, I got tonight, actually, just before the podcast, was this uh, Justin Herbert, one of one, absolute. It said absolute on it, but it was in a college uniform, so I knew it wasn't absolute. 
is Chronicles. Um, but the fact that he was in a college uniform, I think, kind of diminishes the value a bit. Yeah. So I think that's like a three to five thousand dollar card. <laughs> diminishes the value, but it's still expensive as shit. It is, but it's not. It's not ten, fifteen, twenty thousand no. like a lot of the Fair one enough. on ones are going for Fair right enough. now. For for Herbert Chronicles, not my favorite. There are a couple of uh, favorites coming out this week. I mean, uh, so from a football perspective, uh, Select. Yep, Panini right? Select Football uh, actually came out yesterday, it, uh, April 7th. So Select historically has been basically line in line with Prism. So yep. Select Silver, Prism Silvers are generally considered um, kind of the base the, the the most sought after base rookies. So uh, like Pat Mahomes, um, silver is one of the is one of the most sought after Mahomes. Also out, what I'm uh, kind of getting into right now is the uh, tops tribute baseball. Only a hundred players listed on any other cards. Ninety vets, ten rookies. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a cool setup with their. Uh, Rookies, they still have some of the big names out there, like Alec Brom from the, the Phillies, Casey Mize, Detroit Tigers. The Baltimore kid? Um, yeah, good old Baltimore. Ryan Mountcastle. And then uh, uh, most fun one to say is Cabrian Hayes, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, too, who's um, off to a good start. So, And then you got the Joe Adele. But I think it's just a cool number of different parallels because they only got the 100 players, so they, they, they run multiple parallels with that. Um, heavy autograph and um, running at about just shy of 500 a box. Oh wow, that is—I mean—that's a big deal for for baseball right yep. now, right? Absolutely. Uh, and then they have some uh, old vet autos in there too. I'm looking at a at a Johnny Bench. He seems to be signing in every break. But Pe- uh, Pedro Martinez, I would definitely love a little relic from yep. from Pedro. Yep, they threw some of the old timers in there as well. But 100 active players and who was the guy? Remember El Duque? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took a what? <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Yeah, he was like a ten-minute Yankee legend, right? Yeah, but he was uh, he was a starter though, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, he was a starter because that was still when Rivera was was shutting down shop. Speaking of which, the Yankees. Uh, I mean, they've they've got a they've got a strong team this year, along with the Twins. Like the, the Twins are. Freaking phenomenal right now, but Dodgers obviously are the TV twins. Team. By the way, just at the time of this recording, five and zero in nine inning games. <laughs> I'm at the. I'm going to the game. Zero and two person on Sunday. Zero and two in ten inning games. Nice. Yeah. Zero and two in ten inning games. So uh, I was I was running some analytics on this. Uh, hold on, let me pull up my notes. Yep. Try to win in regulation. Try to win in regulation. <laughs> That's the, is that pitching. Uh, too small of a sample just size. Winning. I, I, Got I don't it. Know. Just winning. Yeah, I mean the winning is, the the winning is 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 pretty awesome. So and two. We, I mean, we, right, so it's the twins. Let's also talk about like okay, you know, how how do we look at what they're doing right now? I mean, you've got the Baldelli Lama, so called. How do you, how do you make it through a season and then just change something to to win a playoff game? I'll just, I'm looking at the checklist for tribute. That's awesome. Right? I mean, you're talking about anything from Pujols to Ty Cobb to Tony Gwynn to Babe Ruth to Robin Yount um, to, to my favorite baseball player of all time, King Griffey Jr. And 
only second to Nolan Ryan. Like, ba- like all of these people are in the are in the set. And they have fifteen different uh, very variations of the Derek Jeter kind of a career achievement award checklist. You know, it's part of that too. So, yeah, this one's fun. All right, so that might be one that I that I get on. What else is what else is coming out, Connor? So Black Diamond Hockey actually is coming out. Uh, kind of reminiscent in my opinion, to hockey's flawless. I mean, there's some there's some nice-looking cards in there. Uh, there's six cards per pack. Uh, you get these diamond relics, which I've seen a picture uh, of Joey's boy, Capri Sun, on a card with a triple diamond relic. And silver, silver black signatures are huge in this product. So, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be loaded with talent, loaded with really cool-looking cards and uh, it's products like this that make me want to expand my horizons when it comes to different sports and their hobby boxes, uh, because I, I I like having all the memorabilia and the patches and the autos and the the jewels and all the cards, which I think is a really interesting concept. So I'm pretty excited about about this, and I'm hoping we get to break a box or two of this. Yeah. And speaking of Capri Sun, the um, just read this the, a couple weeks back. You know what? The do a little roundtable here, quick. What's the world record for finishing a, a pouch of the Capri Sun through the straw? <laughs> two point seven seconds. I was gonna go two point eight. Brad, eight and a half. No, no. Can I change my answer? Yeah. One point six. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions before we answer the question. Obviously, we don't <laughs> it's have time. Straw in the pouch. You can squeeze it. You can as long yeah, so, as you, so you straw in the pouch. Like oh, you got to open them all, or one just one pouch. Just, no, just, just one. oh wait, you have to undo the straw. No, just straw yeah, like, in. Like, it's stra- in there. like straw in and like ready yeah. to go. Like right. less than a second. One six. The world record is sixteen seconds. So I think it's it's up for a challenge. I think it's the size of that straw. Oh, I think we have to do through. that soon. Sixteen seconds. I think I think we should. I think that's an idea soon. for an episode. Yep, I, I think agree. it's an absolutely an idea for an episode. We should wow. at least sixteen see seconds. How really? Sixteen. Oh my seconds. god! I feel like I could beat that now. The the wheels are turning. We thirsty. I I Rodney Dangerfield, garden hose, golf ball, all these things coming to mind. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so as far as so as far as what uh, what we're getting accomplished, we do have the contest. We've we've um, we, we'd love for you guys to get on the Facebook page, like it, so that we can get a couple of breaks done there live. See see um, if we can get more of the uh, community aspect that we've been we've been uh, we, we've been trying for. So a little bit more of a direct line of feedback, right? We want to communicate with everybody, and yeah, we can you know appreciate the folks that have gone out and subscribed on the website, but. You know, let, let's get on that social media so we can uh, create that two-way conversation too. And what do we want to see? I mean, uh, as far as breaks are concerned, I know. I'd, I mean, I'd, the select I'm a fan of. I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of. I still. I mean, I think the encased still looks amazing. It's probably one of my favorite products of the the year. In a couple of weeks from now, we have National Treasures coming out. Uh, a month from now, we have Flawless coming out. So those are going to be. Probably some of the more extraordinary things that happen from a from a football perspective. We'll continue to have some of the uh, some of the hockey and, and and baseball stuff take uh, take the lead. I'm I'm just really interested to see where the hobby is going to continue to go because not only are we dealing with these 
new and limited releases, but they're coming up against the NFTs, right? And they're and and almost every athlete, even college athletes. So we just saw, we just saw uh, Baylor take down Zaga, and then immediately after, I think wasn't it in wasn't it in Iowa? Wasn't it in Iowa? There, there was a senior that graduated and then immediately created an NFT. Oh yeah, the first college athlete ever, I think. Yeah, Mr. Luca Garza. Yes, it was Luca Garza. I hope he benefits off the oh Luca God. name. Uh, right. But he legitimately said. I hope he gets drafted by Dallas. The, uh, Luca, Luca via Luca. But he's giving away like a pair of his shoes. The oddest thing about the whole thing, a meditation session. Mm-hmm. Yo- and some yoga. Is dinner, that in like a dinner with, Yeah, dinner session. I just want to go stretch with a college athlete for 20 How minutes. How awkward, though. Sit down at dinner with him. Like- dinner and a movie. Though. Yeah, movie. yeah, that's weird. That sounds like a date. At least, hope, least with hope, meditation, you don't have to worry about the small talk. <laughs> right? True. <laughs> True. With the yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to go on that experience, but I would want to witness the experience. Like, could I? Could you bid on that? Voyeur. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like just <laughs> like how weird is that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I love Luca. That would be a good session for one of those like bubble interactions where you like. Where you like uh, where where it pops up as like to what they're thinking about during the like VH1 oh. style yes yeah. like yeah, VH1 pop style for sure pop up yeah. video pop up video oh yeah. my gosh it'd be amazing oh man those were the days again so, something you can't relate to Connor so I saw but Tom Brady uh, created an NFT we've seen new coins coming out so Vegas Dave's got a big got yeah. a new Bitcoin. Uh, but but significantly outdone by like Bieber's Bitcoin and um, who else did I see on there? There was like a whole li- oh uh, Elon Musk's was the was the top version. Yeah. But as a celebrity, you like issue your own coins now. Well, and tops now going public again. Um, and a couple, you know, they just announced that on Tuesday that uh, part of their um, doing that and getting kind of additional investors into it is the. Uh, that whole NFT process too. They're going to start to go heavy into that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, one of these large companies getting after it. I think fascinating. I think there's so many interesting things still in the hobby. I, I, you know, quite candidly, I still am a little concerned about the, uh, about the health of some of these things just in terms of running so fast, but, uh, but everything's running fast, whether it's housing, whether it's sports cards, whether it's, I mean, this pandemic has brought everything. You couldn't even get toilet paper a year ago. So, <laughs> so, so the fact is, these things, um, you know, sometimes accelerate, sometimes decelerate, but they oftentimes go go back towards the mean. And I, I, I think that's likely what's going to happen. Uh, what's going to happen here? So, um, what else do we have, Connor? Any closing thoughts from your brilliant mind over there? I hate. Bryson DeChambeau. What do you hate about him? <laughs> His flat cap and the way he carries himself. But Ricky Fowler deserved to be in the Masters. He didn't. He's he one did. of my favorite players, but he he did not deserve to he be in the Masters. Deserves, dude, it's not the same without the Sunday Orange. Come on. The it's fact that the, there's no Tiger and no Ricky. Exactly. He should have made sucks. it by default. But you know, you don't just let people in. Really? The Masters. Really? They let Bryson in. No. Dude's just He looks like Sully from Monsters, Inc. And they just let him on the course. Because he played well enough to get qualified to play. 
it keeps the masters as the, the the top right it's the stature you know that it carries that it's like yeah you know i did see something i saw something i think it was on twitter it was a video depicting what would happen if they let just normal golfers play in the masters and there's a commentator be like all right this is billy bob joe with a 27 handicap and he's teeing up for the first tee and he just hit a spectator oh my <laughs> god rest his soul he's leading the tournament at 16 over yeah and through a three, nine and a three second you can't stick the green brandon what are you drinking over there man yeah good point good point so um i am actually trying something that brad brought to my attention so we're big i, I think there's going to be a common theme on on our show that we're going to be that trying more drink. that we drink <laughs> and that we um that we tend to favor some of the whiskeys out there so so brad put this in front of me teeling whiskey i think you know a little bit more uh, about it than yeah, i do yeah, though. Yeah, you know i don't know as much about it as uh as i probably should but that one was given to me by a guy i work with tyler and i know tyler has had a bunch of his uh his boys listening to the show so shout out to to tyler and to, to everybody that's been listening what's up tyler and crew <laughs> irish whiskey is amazing this teeling is super smooth it's not something that i want to waste on uh, ginger ale i mean i would i mm -hmm. would yeah but if i had to drink some irish whiskey straight middleton's bush mills or teeling's teeling is good stuff i'll the, tell you a little pro tip here if you're ever in ireland hit up the teeling um, distillery versus the Jameson distillery. That, that's that's where this came from. He was over there. Yeah. Uh, his little uh, totally different experience. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Good. That's what we're that's what we're drinking. You guys got to hear what we're thinking about this evening. We'll see you in another week. Remember to hit that Facebook page like and comment love. We are out of here for this evening. Thank you so much. Joey out. <laughs>